Welcome to our podcast. We're your hosts, Annie and Mariah. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we'll leave nothing left unsaid. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode, and we will be interviewing our second interviewee, which... Let's have a drum roll, please. Hi, it's me in the flesh. Here I am. You guys, you know that we had to interview me too. You got to get to know me a little bit. I feel like I'm very exactly. loud about who I am, though. It's fine. I feel like a lot of people already Be know what I am. fucking loud about it. Because <laughs> I'm very loud about who I am. I don't know. It's just like like a pride thing it's just like a passion thing yeah and that's a good that's a good thing to do with your job is be passionate yeah so with that being said who are you what do you do and how long have you done it so i am a registered nurse i have been one since 2016 so oh my god oh my god oh my god really going on like almost six years now isn't it crazy when you stop and think about it that's crazy that's a little terrifying um so I worked a staff nursing job. A staff nursing job is when you're employed by the hospital. Um, You work on one floor. And I did that for about a year and a half. And then after that, I took a travel nurse position. So I've been a travel nurse more than I've been a staff nurse. And with travel nursing, you pretty much work at a facility for X amount of weeks. You can work anywhere up to a year. And then you can go on to the next facility. I've done mainly semi-local assignments. And then I've gone down south to South Carolina. Um, yeah, I, I was on there that. for half a year one time. So That's nice. Yeah. I wanted to stay down there. I wanted to go to actually Houston. But then things just at home. I had to come home. Um, you went now, to Houston? No, I wanted to. Oh. I in- interviewed at two hospitals there. And I almost oh. went there. And then went to Charleston instead. And yeah. then I was going to go there. But... Anyways, I'm back home doing semi-local things, um, I guess, with a military lifestyle. It's just easier for me to um, stay a travel nurse, but Mm -hmm. that's what I do. I work on a – it's called medical surgical floor, med surge, um, with pulmonary. So we get everything, everything under the sun, um, and then we get the vented patients. So once they come come down from the ICU, they come to us. Yeah, so um, we get a lot of vent patients um we also get inmates we're really the unit i work on right now is a sister unit with a uh, secure locked unit so we get inmates and then i've also worked every other floor because as a traveler you're first to float to other units Mm. so i've done oncology neuro cardiac i've done all that stuff so i'm just so you're all over the place. I'm all over the place. So we're the same person. Yes, we're the same person. I'm just all over the place in one building. Right. That's oh my me. god, that's so all funny. over the place. Okay, so what has been your most challenging shift to date? Oh my god, I don't think I. I don't think there's just one. You can't think of just one. No, because I with med surge, um, every day is different. Okay. And then especially being a traveler, you float so often that just every day is different. Um, I actually have one day that's coming to mind immediately off the bat and it makes me really upset thinking about it. I floated to the oncology floor, which is cancer. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was assigned a patient that had been there for months Mm -hmm. and he was imminent. He was on his way out the door. He was supposed to leave the next morning to go home with hospice. Um, he was 30 years old. Um, his room was just filled with all things about who he is and what have you. When I got there at the start of the shift, 
He was with it. He's able to look at me, answer I me. I could never. I'm literally tearing up. No, right now. I just. I could never do. I could never do what you do. Well, because I would cry that's, every day. This is also why, like, the beauty of nursing with the different departments, I could not be an oncology nurse. And I give so much credit to oncology nurses because I just could never. And so, you know, I got with him at the start of the shift. I was able to talk with him. And it's always when you go to move the patients that they just flip. Mm. So, you know, I repositioned him and then he just stopped responding. Oh, no. um, so I had to call his family. I had to let the unit know all of the nurses that were there had been taking care of him for months. So he was like one of theirs at that point. I felt so uncomfortable. Just, I felt like an outsider at that point. Right. Um, but you like know, you just came in yeah. randomly kind of, right. and then that happened. And yeah. So those like, people had been there for so long. Exactly. Yeah. And I work nights. So I'm calling the family at midnight. They're oh probably just God. going to bed or yeah. already sleeping. They couldn't get there till about 2, 2.30, but from midnight to 2, 2.30, I asked the unit to just watch the rest of my patients because I didn't want him to be alone. God mm. forbid he died alone. Absolutely not. So I sat in there with him, held his hand. I looked at all the stuff on the wall. I talked to him because I feel like – Are you, like, crying while this is happening? How I, do you handle yourself? No. So I – there's, like, a disconnect. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but when I go home – I lose it. That's when you feel it. I, I It hits me like a brick and something like that, like I'm still like getting choked up over. Yeah. And I had that patient two years ago. Wow. But it's something that I'll randomly think about. I have goosebumps. Oh. So it's just, I don't know. So I sat with him until the family got there. And then of course I just gave all my attention to that one person, mm-hmm. but he ended up dying before I left. Like literally right at but his family ship. was able to Family was there. Yeah. So it was good, but yeah. it just, it sucked. I mean- I don't know. I, that's definitely one of my most challenging shifts to date just because that's, that's it. It's in, it's intense. I, yeah. I really don't understand. I'm grateful for people like you that mm-hmm. do that as their job. But mm-hmm. I, I really just don't understand how. Yeah. It just breaks my heart though, too, because I mean, as of lately with everything going on, a lot of these people, a lot of the people have died alone. Mm-hmm. And so the only people that they have in there when they're dying is us. So we right. just stay in there, gowned up, holding the stranger's hand, just trying to make them comfortable. Cause just, I don't know when you see death so frequently as I do, it just makes you like be so much more grateful for everything and like make you think like, okay, if I were this person, if this is my grandma, if this was my whoever, right. I would not want them to be alone. Well, and that's good because I feel like, cause a lot of people can't handle death. They can't. Yeah. I feel like if I had somebody, which my grandfather passed away in 2013, but I remember the nurses. I don't want to get choked up about it. What the fuck, Mariah? (laughs) I'm so sorry. You did not want this episode to be so morbid, but my job is sometimes I'm not going to get choked up about it, but my my grandfather's death was very hard to go through. Um, And on occasion, I still get choked up about it, of course, but I just remember being in the room and like the nurses that he had, they were so good to him. And it's just like those nurses are just like, wow, they make you just fully respect the industry, which I'm going to jump to my next question I have for you is that why do you, why do you think that nurses get a bad rap as like bitches? Have you ever heard that before? Yes. Like they say, like the high school bully went to nursing school. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I had mentioned in my interview that I worked at a doctor's office Mm. and I don't think every nurse there was very nice and maybe they were going through their own struggles and that's why people like have that assumption. Mm -hmm. But what, why do you think that there's that bad thing, that bad like saying about nurses? Because 
it makes sense to me, but it doesn't make sense. So you as a nurse, yeah. like what is your insight on that? Like, because what it's are your, true. Is it? Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because there are some people that are just there for the money. You can tell the difference between someone that is there because they love their job. They love nursing. They wanted to always be a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, they care about people. And you can tell the difference in a nurse that's there for a paycheck and a nurse that's there because they want to be. Yeah. Um, so there are – unfortunately, I'm going to call you all out. I'm going to do it. There, There's bitchy nurses, but they're just the ones that are there for a paycheck. And, um, you know, going to different hospitals in different areas and working on different floors, I've seen – you know, it's so easy to mm-hmm. pick out the people that are there for a paycheck. And it's like, you know, these are people's lives. I, I'm a, I have a very, 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 very big heart when it comes to people. And um, I feel like you have to have that. If you don't, there's other jobs for you. Mm-hmm. Don't be messing with somebody's life and, like, they're in their final moments of life and you're just not in there with them. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, do you even – like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, how would you feel if that were your family? I don't know. So there are nurses that just are there for a paycheck, and it's sad, but that's the reality of it. And, you know, I'll get my patients, and they're they're thanking me at the end of my shift. Like, you've been so amazing. Are you back tonight? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, I hope I don't have a mean nurse. And it just breaks my heart to hear that. I remember I didn't have any mean nurses, but when I was in the hospital, when I had Luca, Mm -hmm. I – those nurses were just some of – like labor and delivery nurses were just some of like the most incredible people. I'm like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. You're, I just popped a kid out of my, my (laughs) (laughs) kukachu. My My punani. (laughs) And you're just sitting here like no judgment, taking care of me. I had a catheter, like all this, all the stuff. I will never forget the nurse that took me to the bathroom after I had my son and literally just, Fully took care of me. Yeah. She helped, like, she like helped didn't even wipe, hesitate. Didn't even hesitate. Helped me wipe. She helped me with, like, getting dressed because obviously it's a struggle yeah, after like you getting give cleaned birth. up and all that no stuff. No yeah. questions whatsoever. And that's the thing. I feel like once I get into my position, that's the thing, like, with death, too. There's such a, it's not a, even a disconnect. It's just like, I'm in my element. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I'm going to take care of you no matter what. Mm-hmm. I look at buttholes all day. Your <laughs> butthole's no different than the next one. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I will it's wipe it all there. You know what I mean? It's, fucking it's like an elbow. Like I like my patients will try to cover up their their weens, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to be podcast friendly here. And I'm like, it's literally like an elbow to me. I'm not even looking at that. I'm looking right. to see what's going on underneath because you've got right. an issue here. Like yeah. let me be nosy, you let know. Me just take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. So well that's really good that you had a nurse. Oh my god, my that nurses was amazing, were amazing. Because there's a lot of people that don't I, I, thankfully I have, I've had good experiences, but I always wondered like why, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know some really fucking bitchy ass nurses. I do too. I don't want to, why? Like some of them are my friends. Yeah. I'm going to admit it. I'm like, (laughs) you are very aggressive. And she's like, I don't care. But then they find a different department to go to and they fit in better down there. That makes sense. Like the, like the ER nurses, they have to be. Yeah, I guess they have I to because the stuff that, that they deal with, uh-uh. I would be the same way. Yeah. But that's where they should go. You know what I mean? It makes sense. Or the ICU where they're sedated and you don't actually have to interact with the okay, patient. That makes, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, okay. So what do you feel like your greatest skill is as a nurse? Uh, I don't – it's hard because you could think of it as like, like physically I'm able to save lives. Mm-hmm. Like that is what I'm capable of. I can – pound on somebody's chest. I can give them meds. I can save a life. But at the same time, I feel like 
I just build so many great relationships just with people, even though they're short-term relationships for 12 hours, like my patients and stuff. It makes me more appreciative of everything and able to connect with people on a deeper level. So I feel like communication is probably the biggest, the greatest, the greatest skill. But definitely the fact that I can just save a life. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it takes a incredible. team. It takes meds. It takes all the things. But, but I can't save. I am CPR certified and first That aid will approved, save a life. But <laughs> I mean, it will. I'm telling you, like if you're it out will. at the store and somebody goes down, you're like, okay, 30 and two, I'm going to do compression. Somebody, but you know what? You know? I will never. So going off topic a touch, I grew up in a household where my, my dad was a fireman. Yeah. And he, my dad was under, my dad was a nurse too. Yeah. And oh, really? yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. He was a nurse and my brother is a firefighter, yeah. police officer, mm-hmm. whatever. So he's also like EMT, CPR certified, yeah. all that. So I grew up in that household. So I always felt running. like yeah. safe wherever mm-hmm. I went because I knew that they would be there to help. But I also firsthand always saw if something had happened to a stranger, my dad and my brother were like the first ones to go. Yeah. And I always admired that because they never for one second Stopped. Like hesitate. Yeah, they never stopped in their tracks to be yeah. like, should I go help them? They were just like already there before they could yeah. even think about it. Right. So I remember there was an instance last no two years ago, um, where I saw an old woman, old woman, an elderly woman. Sorry, mm. <laughs> sorry guys. She slipped and fell, oh, and no. she literally cracked her head open, and oh, she was gushing blood. This is in front of like the Dollar Tree, and I saw the whole thing happen. I was running over to her to help her, but before I could get there, there was already like a nurse that was walking into the store who like ran over, started like taking her clothes off to bandage her head. This lady was like full blown, not like just, yeah. I don't even know how she wasn't unconscious because she was so. There was just blood everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So the fire department came, all that. But anyways, I'm saying that because I just know that there are good nurses out there Mm -hmm. who, when they're not in uniform, they see a situation and they're like, I know what the fuck to do. I'm yeah. going to go save that person's right. life. Anything because honestly, that that woman might have bled out. Like there was a lot right. of blood. Because some people will just walk by. And they're they're, like, oh. I wasn't just walking by, but like I didn't know what to do other yeah. than like, – Even if you so much just ran over to call 911. Yeah, you know which I mean? did. I yeah. did call 911. So yeah. I, like that's what I could do. Yeah. But – like, you guys know what to do. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys saved motherfucking lives. I guess that's my greatest skill. I that's pretty bad life. fucking ass, dude. Yeah. I wish I could say that. Yeah. That's that's, that's You can save amazing. life, though, guys. CPR, I will not yes, preach no, this right. enough. You're like, right. definitely go get CPR I, certified. I 100% think everybody in the world should be first aid and CPR certified. Absolutely. Everybody that, that has a child should be. Everybody right. that has lungs should be. Right. Everybody. Because that's that'll make or break someone's survival. Mm-hmm. You know, you can call 911 and wait the five minutes for them to get there. But, like, that's five minutes that you can be And you can get, like, CPR certified blood. for free some yeah. places. Yeah, you sure can. You sure can. Look, Google Red Cross. Go find <laughs> Definitely <some> do it. <laughs> Definitely do it. You could be a lifesaver, too. So how do you handle the stress of your job? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tears starts crying <laughs> <laughs> ton of tears um eating sleeping i don't know it's just like a lot of a lot of days especially recently have been taking a huge toll on me um is there a specific reason when you go into work or like a certain thing that's happening across so the board th- yeah, there's i mean obviously we all know about the pandemic covid right. that hit us all pretty hard Last year, we were heroes. This is like the general statement that a lot of healthcare workers are using, that last year we were praised as heroes for saving all these COVID people, putting our lives on the front line um, to save everybody. And now this year, we're villains. 
um, people are not happy with us. Um, Do you get patients that are verbally not happy with you yeah. and they tell you? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like a baseline. Right. Like, I mean, the COVID always, or not COVID, we've always, always had that. abusive yeah. patients. Um, pe- people are just mean and yeah. crazy. And then also, too, a lot of them are sick. And so right. they're beating the shit out of you and they don't know that they're doing that. Right. Um, but across the board right now, there's a huge nursing shortage. Yeah. Um, I wonder the fuck why. Do you really not know why? No, I really – no, I know why. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, figuratively, like, why wouldn't there be? Which, I wouldn't want to do your job if I was getting treated how you were getting treated. Yeah. So if you guys aren't keeping up with current things right now, um, administration just doesn't care about nurses. They are overworking us. They're mandating us. So if you've already worked 12 hours overnight, they can mandate you to stay an extra four so you'd work 16 hours. What? Um, if you worked an eight-hour shift, they can mandate you to stay for eight. And then if you worked a four-hour shift, they can mandate you to stay for 12. So you work what? 16 hours. And we are taking unsafe patient assignments because there's not enough staff. So usually I'll have like four to five patients. Mm-hmm. Um, with COVID, you're supposed to only have three. We're taking five. Oh my god! There's only like three nurses on the floor, and you're all in a room, and like someone's jumping out. I of hope bed. there's somebody it's, like, listening so to this that has like authority because fucking change this shit. I it's so hard, and it's like they know they know what's going on, but they don't care. Because if you did care, How you do would you not care. You would shut down other units, find like staff, allocate staff properly. But instead, we're keeping all of our units open. So, what is the main reason that there's a nurse shortage? What would you say? Your right now is just nurses getting mistreated by. Everybody, the public, the administration, patients. Um, there's a huge controversy surrounding the vaccine right now. My body, my choice. Patients in general just not getting the vaccine or getting it. The variant right now is just out of control. But I would definitely say the biggest thing is just the abuse. Yeah. I mean, I'm very – if you follow me on any social media, I'm very loud about this because even if I wasn't a nurse, I feel like I would still be loud about it because mm-hmm. I feel like it's just human decency. Yeah, exactly. Like if you just have a heart. Yeah. You know? Right. And like we're people too. Right. Like, and the doctors aren't getting criticized. Doctors aren't being run. I mean, they are being ran into the ground, but we carry a lot of their weight. I mean, and you're working in a hospital. Yeah. I, me working in a doctor's office for the, uh, four months that I did, mm-hmm. I hated the job, but I, I truly am grateful that I took it because it gave me that insight on just doctors and yeah. nurses in general yeah. that I did not have before. Right. And I do not understand how nurses do what they do with literally, like, I, I'm not saying this to be funny, but like with the fuckery that they are yeah. given on a day-to-day basis, like phone calls that I would get, yeah. I'd have to relay a message to the nurse Mm -hmm. who would usually take forever to get back to me because they've got their own bullshit they've got to take care of. And, you know, they're also seeing patients of the doctors before the the doctor sees the patient. So it's just like this whole thing. And I'm like, but how do you have time? Yeah. And how are you able to even get anything done? Because there's more to it than just like checking in a patient and taking their temp and yeah. Well, that's the thing with, like, the hospital. It's a 24-hour facility. So Mm -hmm. if you don't get something done, it's going to get done. It's going to have to get done. And, like, when things don't get done, then it piles on to the next nurse, which is usually me or vice versa, the nurse I'm giving report to. And there's, like, nothing you can do about it. You feel awful. And, like, people – it's not always about pay, but for the amount of shit that we go through and the amount of stuff that we deal with – 
they don't pay nurses what they should. I could they don't. I could never do I could never do that job. There has been like one or two times that I very, very briefly thought about becoming a nurse, but I'm just like I'm I don't think I'm one of those people that I could do that. Yeah. It definitely it really takes, takes a special person. I was just gonna say it's, it takes a special kind of person. And it's not for everybody. But. So I mean you kind of you kind of touched on this already, but how do you think COVID has impacted your work environment? I mean, like I said before, it's just everyone's leaving. I wouldn't want to work in the pandemic if it's still going on this long. You know, people keep saying the comment, well, you signed up for this. No, I didn't really sign up for a global pandemic where we don't know anything about it and it's wiping half the freaking planet. Right. Like you said, people forget that you're human. So like you also, just because you have the title of a nurse and you wear scrubs doesn't mean that you know Like I didn't sign up to take take care of something that we don't know anything about. Right. I signed up to take care of people. Right. That are sick and that need help. Mm -hmm. And because I care about people. I didn't sign up for this bullshit that COVID has been. Right. You know what I mean? But I'll I'll do it. I'll still take care of these people. But it's definitely impacted the work environment because people are getting fed up because they're not getting paid what they should. We're not getting taken care of in our workplace. We don't feel supported. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks because we're losing really good people. Yeah. And they're going to do other things, like not even nursing related. I was, I was just going to ask, what do you know anyone personally like – what are they doing if they're not nursing? If they stopped being a nurse because of how they're being treated, yeah. what are they doing? Um, I know some if that anything. are teaching in nursing school. Mm. So that doesn't mean you're always in the hospital. You're just there for like clinical days and stuff. But they're teaching. Um, they're doing outpatient like aesthetics, mm. like um, Botox, the medical like aesthetics and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just doing something completely like – Not nursing related whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks because it we need all the help that we can get. And it sucks, too, for the nurses that are in nursing school now because they're hearing all of it. They're seeing all of it. They're and they're like, like what the hell they're like, I don't want to do this. I I straight up – so on my TikTok, I do a lot of nursing-related content. And I have a ton of people constantly in my comment section like, I'm scared. I'm in nursing school right now. And every time I come on TikTok, like, I don't want – to be a nurse anymore like you guys are scaring me and i'm not trying to scare them i'm just right that's the reality of it that's just the reality of it yeah and it sucks but i don't know this whole covid pandemic thing has definitely opened a lot of eyes and a lot of nurses know their worth Mm -hmm. and they're stepping away if they're not getting what they're worth you know what i mean i get it i understand you can't be working 48 hours a week getting paid crap and treated like if it's a job that you're so passionate about it i'm sure it's not easy for those nurses to step away because that's what they wanted to do right for work right and now that they're just being treated poor i I, it's horrible it's It's just horrible horrible all around and it's like they're everyone's so exhausted yeah just so exhausted i'm exhausted about hearing about it (laughs) and like talking to nurses and like talking to you and stuff when I hear about the things that you go through, so yeah. I can't imagine actually being the one to be behind and get that firsthand. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. It's just overworked. And- yeah. So if there's yeah. anything else that you – if you weren't a nurse, would there be anything else that you would do for work? Instead? 100%. What would it and be? And it, like, breaks my heart to say that. Yeah. Just if you were to ask me that today, yes, I would 100% do something else. What would it be? Honestly, you know, you talked about in your interview, running a business is hard, but that's something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to create something. Mm-hmm. So maybe I would do that. I don't know. I've thought about doing, you know, like infusions for, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, vitamins and stuff like that. I've thought about opening like my own little mobile Space infusion. Yeah, that'd be band. awesome. Um, 
But I don't know. I if you ask me today, like I'm seriously considering stepping away from my job. That is by crazy. the end of this year. I've been exploring other um opportunities, whether it's nursing or non-nursing related. Um it's just too much and like it's just eating away at me. I don't sleep, I don't eat. I don't and... I don't blame you for contemplating walking away just because there comes a point where when something starts very severely and negatively affecting mm-hmm. your physical and mental health, right. like you have to make a decision. You are you to. going to keep doing that to yourself? Right. Or are you going to you can always you can always come back to it. That's exactly what I you say. Know? Like, you can always come back. It's there will always be, be a need for nurses in the hospital. Anywhere. But if I just step away from the hospital scene for a little bit, you know, try something else out. If I like it, great. If not, I'll go back to the hospital. Yeah, but or maybe you just need a, a break for a little bit. Yeah. To just maybe open your eyes. I'm sure your eyes are wide open. Yeah. But, I, you know, open your eyes to just, like, reflect and see, like, oh, I was getting treated shitty yeah. or whatever the case may be. Right. And then you take the step from there to either pursue something different for a while or right. forever or to go backwards and go back to where you were Definitely. and just to continue on with nursing. Absolutely. I'll always advocate for people like even like my husband right now, he's just not happy with what he's doing. And I'm like, do something that you're going to be happy with because mm-hmm. I've seen it firsthand what it can do to somebody when you're not happy. I mean, your job is like 80% of your day. Yeah. Every single day. That I mean, everybody else's too. everybody else's jobs, you know, are different, but your job at least consumes 50% of your life. At least make it something that's Enjoyable. bringing you joy. Yeah. Because if you're going in and 50% of your life is miserable and you hate it, mm-hmm. you're you're going to get lost. You're going to you're going to drown. Yeah. That's and definitely a very important piece to any everybody's puzzle. Yeah. Like and I know that sometimes that might be hard to hear because you just want a job that pays good and you don't care if it makes you happy. Well, and sometimes, too, a lot of people have a lot of pride with their title. Right. You know Somebody what I mean? Somebody could be the CEO of a company and they could absolutely hate their life, yeah. hate their employees, hate their uniform, hate just their the work environment, yeah. the whole thing, but they just don't give a shit because that gives them six figures a year. Yeah. But what's the point of having all this money if you're not happy? Happy. Yeah. Money means nothing if you're not exactly. happy. So, so I, I mean, I think it's very, it's very brave to step down from a job that you're so good at, mm-hmm. but if you know you're not being treated your worth, yeah. then it's, it's important to do what is right for yeah. you. Like we said a couple episodes ago, I know what I'm worth and if I got to step back and be alone for a little bit to figure that out, that's fine, but I'll find my table. Yeah. I'll find my new job. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely, like, scared, but I think, you know. Sometimes the best things happen after, like, the scariest. Yeah, because I've been contemplating this for almost a year now, and now it's getting to the point where I'm seeing the end of the tunnel. You're like, time's running out. Yeah. I need to make a decision. I can't do it anymore. And even yeah. my parents are like, we don't care what you do as long as you're happy. Mm-hmm. Like, go it's do something. It's good to have supportive people like that yeah. on your back. Even my husband, he's like, just stop. Like, yeah. stop, you know. It is important to to put that first, especially if you've been thinking about it for that long. Yeah. I feel like. You just know. It'd be different if you thought about it for a couple days and mm-hmm. then you, the thought never came back. Yeah. But if it's been like a consistent thought for over yeah. a year at this point, mm-hmm. it might be time for to a change. Jump. And that applies for anybody. Anybody, yeah. Sorry, guys. Definitely. I just feel like we, we're getting a little dark and morbid. <laughs> but that's that's the reality of my life right yeah, now. And that's no, why I need okay. to take a step back. It's it's getting dark and I don't I don't like it. I don't blame you. I, can't I would do it. the exact same thing. Yeah. I have done the exact same thing. And it's like so scary to do. Yeah. Because you feel like you 
like who are you without this piece right. to you right and then but, too like i went to school for this like this is my only title right. like this is my only degree but that's okay like what a you know what i mean i'm kind of stuck but not at the same time because there's so much flexibility with nursing but also too i never think it's well like we said you can always come back to nursing but mm-hmm. i truly truly believe that it's never too late to start something to do that anything. you want to do right like achieve that goal or dream that you want exactly i don't think it's ever too late to do that yeah Exactly. So that's yeah. me, you guys. That's, that's me and my idea. morbid nursing life. That's okay. That's great. I mean, I wish I – well, I do know now, but, like, I didn't know that info- information beforehand. Yeah. There so, are a lot of joys, though. I mean, yeah. it's great. The co-work – like, my coworkers make a whirlwind of a difference. So they make you want to come to work. You that's know what good. I mean? And you it's get to have people – Like, a good environment, a good balance of coworkers. A work environment's so. hard, but it's – when you have a good one, it's like – it's so, I feel like it's very rare. And I think that's why I'm so hesitant to step away, too. But those people will be there as your friends, yeah. whether the job's there or not. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. We'll see. Everything happens see where for the, a reason. The tide takes me, you know. Everything happens for a reason. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks for interviewing me. Yeah. Thank you. For I'm on the other on end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. I loved it. Yeah, I loved learning more about your work life. Yeah, I hope that was helpful for people that are either considering nursing or not considering nursing, and then just going forward with your life and your career. Yeah. Keeping those points in, in mind. 100%. Thank you for being on the episode and asking oh, all the questions. Of course. No place I'd rather be. <laughs> <laughs> we leave nothing left unsaid here, but yeah, uh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you on the next one. See you on the next one. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could do us a solid, subscribe and leave a review. Yeah, because that's how we're going to get noticed. That's how we're going to get better at this. So we appreciate the support and we'll catch